Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Masechus Yivamas Perak Yod Mishnah Dalar Mishnah Hey. And today's Mishnah is being learned B'schos Estabas Rachel Shishi B'zeicher to find Rezivik Hagon Bekarav Mamish. Mishnah Dalar is similar to the previous Mishnahs. It's just that instead of the husband going overseas, it's his wife who went overseas. So Mishal Cheishalim Dinas Hayam, a man's wife went overseas. Ubava Amrulai, and they came and told him, Meisoishtacha, your wife died. Vinas has a chaisa, so he married her sister. Vachach Baseishtai, and then his wife came back. She never died. Mutaris Lachserlai, she's allowed to go back to him. That's because his marriage to her sister wasn't valid at all. It was just like a bias nos, and therefore his first wife is not usher to him. And furthermore, he's allowed to marry the relatives of the second one, meaning of his wife's sister, and his wife's sister is allowed to marry his relatives. Basically, this marriage to the second one, to his wife's sister, wasn't valid whatsoever. It was just considered a bias nos. And furthermore, if the first one dies, meaning this fellow's original wife dies, so he's allowed to marry the second one, meaning he's allowed to marry his wife's sister. Now let's say Amrulai, they told him, your wife died, and he married her sister, and then they told him, really she was alive when we told you that she died, but by now she already is dead, and he had a child with his new wife of his, who again is the sister of his wife, before his wife actually died, and after his wife died, so a lot of Rishen Mamzer, the first child's a Mamzer, because he wasn't allowed to be married to her at that point in time, but the second one is not a Mamzer. And the continuation of Mishnah with Rabbi Yassi Aymer is talking about a totally separate case. So let's focus on what's going on over here. We're talking about two fellows, they're not brothers, who married two sisters. And Ruvain, who's the first fellow, his wife went overseas along with his brother-in-law. And then they came and told Ruvain that his wife and his brother-in-law died, so Ruvain married his sister-in-law, which, remember, is his wife's sister. And of course, what happened, both his wife and his brother-in-law came back alive and well. Now, according to Tanakama, whose opinion we do not see in the Mishnah, the sister-in-law is not allowed to go back to her husband, the traveler. However, Ruvain's wife is allowed to go back to him. Now, we're going to explain Shita Serbiesi outside and then read it inside. Serbiesi argues that these women both have the same din. It just depends on if Ruvain was only engaged to his wife or fully married to her. So if there was only Arison between Ruvain and his wife, and then she went overseas and he heard that she died and that his brother-in-law died, and then he married his wife's sister. And by the way, an important factor to add in over here is that the traveler had previously divorced his wife, which is Ruvain's new wife now. So then we're going to run into a big problem, which is that people might think that there was some sort of tenai in the Kedushin between Ruvain and his original wife, and that tenai wasn't fulfilled, and that's why Ruvain married her sister. And that means that people are going to think that this marriage with her sister is 100% valid, and therefore she would need a get from him. Because if not, if Ruvain doesn't give his sister-in-law a get, then people are going to say that an Aishas Ish can go free without a get. And even more than that, if we're going to allow the traveler to remarry his wife, again, who currently is Ruvain's wife, people are going to say that a woman's allowed to remarry her husband after he divorces her, even though she married somebody else in the interim. So bottom line over here, when Ruvain's wife is only mi'ures to him, and she goes overseas and he thinks she dies, and the whole story happens, so Ruvain apostles the traveler's previous wife because of this get that he gives her, and therefore Ruvain's wife, which again, she's not really his wife, she's just his arusa, she's also usher to him because she's considered a chais grushasai. However, if Ruvain was 100% married to his wife, so when he married his sister-in-law, it clearly was a mistake, so she does not need to get from him, making her not usher to her husband the traveler Traveler, which means that Ruvain's wife as well is not usher to him. And that's what Rabbi says in the Mishnah. Let's read this inside. Rabbi Yassi says, If he apostles her to others, which means he apostles his sister-in-law to her husband, the traveler, so he apostles to himself, which means he apostles his wife or his arusa 
to himself. If he doesn't passel to others, meaning he doesn't passel his sister-in-law to her husband, the traveler, so he doesn't passel to himself, which means his wife is not passel to him. And now moving on to Mishnah with a pretty interesting case. They told the fellow, your wife died, we're going to call his wife Leah, and then he marries her sister from her father, which means they share the same father, and we're going to call her sister Rachel. Then they told this guy, Mesa, she also died, meaning Rachel died. So what he do? He married her sister from her mother, and we're going to call Rachel's sister from her mother, Sarah, and that means that Sarah and Leah, his first wife, are not related whatsoever. Then they told this guy, Mesa, she also died. So He married her sister from her father, which means he married Sarah's sister from her father. We're going to call her Chana. And that means the Chana is not related either to Leah, his first wife, or Rachel, his second wife. Then they told him, Mesa, she also died. He married her sister from her mother. And we're going to call her sister Rivka. And that means that Rivka is not related either to Leah, Rachel, or Sarah, his first, second, and third wives. And then what happened? Of course, you guessed it. Venimsu Kulan it turns out that all these wives of his are alive. Leah, Rachel, Sarah, Chana, Rivka, they're all alive and kicking. So what do we do over here? He's muttered to remain married to his first, third, and fifth wives, Leah, Sarah, and Rivka. That's because none of them are related to each other. And furthermore, they pot to their tsaros, meaning if now this fellow dies and his brother does yibam to one of them, so the other two are pater, and he's usher to remain married to the second and fourth ones because they're related to one, three, and five. And therefore, the be of one of them does not pater the tsara. Now let's say, he was by the second one after the first one died, meaning Leah, his first wife, actually died. And he lived with the second one, Rachel, after the first one died. So it means that his real wives are the other numbers. He's permitted to remain married to wives two and four, and they pater their tsaros, meaning if this guy dies and his brother does even to one of them, so the other one is pater, and he's not allowed to remain married to the third and fifth ones. And the B of one of them does not pater the tsara. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Vav and Zion. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.